Amen. Let's jump into this. The first scripture is in 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17. And it says, Know ye not that the temple of the uh, don't know ye not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwell in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which ye are. I want to jump down, amen, to Revelations. And I'm gonna just you're gonna have to read all of it on your own time, but I wanna to uh mention just this one thing in Revelations chapter 15 it says and then I saw another sign in heaven great marvel great and marvelous seven angels having the seven plagues for in them is filled with the wrath of God and then if we drop down it if we drop down to the eighth verse it says and the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels was filled. Remember that part. Nobody was able to enter into the temple until the plagues were gone. Revelations 3 and 12 says, Him that overcometh, him will I make a pillar in the temple of God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write unto him the name of my uh, the name of my God and the name of my city, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write him upon my new name. And then my last one um, is First Corinthians nine. It says, Know ye not nine and thirteen? Know ye not that they which minister about the holy things. And this is key thing. They minister about the holy things of the temple and they which wait at the altars are partakers of the altar. Even so hath the Lord ordained them that they may preach the gospel, that they that preach the gospel shall live of the gospel. And so I just want to talk real quick about has your temple, has your temple closed in the midst of all of this that's going on? We see a lot of churches. Uh, are now having to do live screens and different things like that. And so we read about the temple of God and we read about the judgment that came and, and it said that they could enter into the temple until the judgment was poured out. We also hear about our bodies being the temple. And so today I want to talk about the two temples that we deal with. The temple that we go to and the temple that we are. And so one of my first questions is, for all those that said that you don't have to go to the temple or the building, uh, how has your walk with God and faith and worship and everything else that's been going on, how has that been going since the stay at order been happening? For everybody that say you don't have to go to the church building. Are you, you know, are you now saying another thing? Are you saying that the government is, um, is wrong for doing that? What is God saying now? What are you saying? Because everybody had this one mindset. You ain't got to go to church to be saved. But now that the church doors are, are closed, uh, as far as the physical place, now all of a sudden, how strong are those that wasn't going to church that said you don't have to go? How strong are they? Are they hearing from God? What is God saying to them? How strong is their spirit? 
or now do they realize that what they were saying was wrong? The, the second question is, when we come to church, it's about the joining of many temples and many members. And so has your, has your temple stayed closed since the, since the stay-at-home order? In other words, your spiritual temple, the Bible says you are, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so what about your, your body, your temple? How have you as a person been able to stay open or closed? Has all of a sudden you lost your walk and your temple closed because the church building temple closed? Is your temple, your body, the other, the temple that goes to the temple, has it closed? Where is your faith at right now? Where is your worship at right now? Where is your walk with God at right now? Where is your leading right now? There's a lot of people that since we can't meet at the physical building anymore, they can't live for God no more because they depended on everybody else for their walk. No pastor can save you. No man can save you. God gives you pastors to point you to God, not for them to be a God to you. And so the pastor, the Bible mentions that the same people that's talking about the temple, they're having to gain and get built up off of the very same thing that they're being, that they're teaching. That the very same people that are working the altars need to alter themselves. And so pastors and leaders, even though they're talking about the temple, they need it for themselves too. And so how are leaders, people that are doing things in the ministry, how are y'all holding up? Where is your faith at? Where is your walk at? Where is your trust in God at? Have you got chaotic? My third point is, has all of the news reports and the updates clouded the leading of God in your life? Remember, we walk by faith and wisdom and not fear and panic. Give me one second. I don't want my throat to get too dry. Then all of a sudden I do a little cough and y'all think I got Rona. But have all of the news and the updates. Lady J looked at me like, what? <laughs> Has all of the news and the updates that they've been giving about all of these people getting Corona. Has that messed up your leading of faith? Has that messed up your spirit? Do you got more news in you than you got spirit in you? Now y'all hear what I just said. Which one do you got more of? If you got more of the news or you got more of the spirit? You, you, got, you got to be able to hear the news and not lose your spirit. You got to be able to hear the updates and use caution and use wisdom and use your, you know, have on some PPE to protect yourself Staying six feet away, doing the things that they're telling you, using wisdom, but not walk in fear at the same time and let God lead you. Remember, there's a difference between fear and wisdom. There's a difference between being fearful and being cautious. Being cautious is wise. Being fearful is crazy. You're going to end up running into things in life that's going to bring fear to your heart so you don't want to live by that. The other thing is, has Jesus entered into your temple? Have you allowed God to enter into your life, into your temple? The Bible says your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Has God entered into you yet? Has everything going on with you helped you realize how far away from God you are? 
Have you closed the door on Jesus? Where now, since you can't go to the church place of worship where we normally go, has that stopped you from opening up your temple, your heart? The other thing is, is that there are two temples that no matter, uh, that there are two temples that matter. And the two temples that matter is the building or the sanctuary, the set place that we go to as believers. And the other is the body, which is the temple of God. We have to make sure that we know how important both of those places are. We got to make sure that we don't feel like now that, now that we haven't been going to the church now, when this thing uh, is over, that we feel like I made it through that. I don't need to go now. No, you want to value both buildings. Remember, all of the Old Testament was about building temples. God ordained the church for them to meet at the sanctuary. But he wanted them to know because he knew persecution was going to come and that life was going to come. That if you can't get to the, up, the main temple, the main sanctuary place of worship, that you still are a temple. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Amen. All right. I just want to make sure y'all hearing me. The sixth thing is, um, do we think that we're any different from the people that's in the Bible that were examples and testimonies to us? We see all of the people in the Old Testament go through plagues. They, go, they went through persecution. They went through war. They went through all sorts of things. Do we really think that we so special that we any different? And so if we know that we're not, we know that God has kept us. And we know that there is nobody that can keep us like God can. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Amen. So I got a couple of statements that I want to make, and then we're going to wrap up. Are y'all hearing me? Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, we hear you. All right. So one of the statements I want to make is that God hasn't stopped knowing what was going on since this all started. And we got to use the same faith that we had before. We got to use that same faith now. Isn't it crazy how people talk about people talk about how strong a faith they have before all of this happened, and now they they so scary, they're so fearful, they haven't allowed God to give them wisdom, they haven't allowed God to to help them, they haven't allowed God to guide them. You got to use that same faith, the same faith that God made a way out of no way. When you was getting, when you was, didn't have the money to pay your bills and God gave you money to pay your bills, you got to use that same faith that your needs are going to be taken care of. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Our needs are going to be taken care of, y'all. You got to walk by faith and not by sight. We got to walk by faith and not by sight. We got to use wisdom in what we're doing. We got to use guidance in what we're doing. We got to use understanding in what we're doing. Amen? The second thing is, is that we got to keep praise and prayer. You're going to have to move her because she hurt her back Yeah, because she Hold on, hold on. You got to scroll down. There you go. There, right there. So, so, 
The, the other thing that I want to bring out is that we got to make sure somebody's background is really the, oh, shit. That might be shitty. So listen, the, the, the other one is this. The other aspect is this. We have to make sure that the, that the palace of our own hearts, that we make sure that the palace of our own hearts uh, are, are, are secure and that we make sure that we keep the foundation of praise and prayer. Y'all get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We got to make sure that praise and prayer is in the palace of our hearts. Praise and prayer. We want to make sure praise and prayer is maintained in our life. Don't lose your praise. Don't lose your prayer life. Keep that at the, seat, at the center of your heart. You know what I'm saying? And we, we got to make sure that we keep that. The Bible says he will keep them in perfect peace who's what? Whose mind is stayed on them. We got to keep our mind right. Somebody say keep my mind right. Keep my mind right. The other thing is if, you're, if, your walk isn't, if your walk isn't able to get you to stand now, you in trouble. You need God. Because if you can't stand now, you ain't going to stand in the tougher times. If, if, if things get rougher with this corona, how are y'all going to handle it? If, if you, look, there's going to be people, there's going to be people that you, you got to understand that if, if you are not walking with God now, if this don't put the fear of God in you right now, if, if, if this isn't causing you to look at your walk right now, when it get tougher, you ain't going to even think about your walk because you're going to feel like, I'm going to just maintain it. I'm going to just go through what I got to go through. My other statement is, is that the Bible teaches us to store up treasures in heaven. We got to store up treasures in heaven. It's part of the reason why, you could, it's part of the reason why we, we, we find the need to to lean on God. We got to store up. Oh, okay. We got to store up treasures in heaven. Why? For times like this. We got to store up treasures for times like this. Amen. And so the Bible teaches us store up treasures. It's so that we can pull on it right now. The faith that you store it up, you need to be pulling on it right now. The old prayers that you pray, you need to be pulling on the strength of those prayers now. Remember that God is a God of peace and joy, and it don't come from the world. And we got to live off the peace of God and the joy of God because everything in the world is shaken. We got to live off of his peace. And one of the, uh, the second to the last thing, and then I'll be done, is that there are people in the world, everybody. I know that y'all may not want to believe it, but there's people in the world that they don't want salvation. They don't want to be saved. Not even this pandemic where people are losing their lives uh, is, is waking them up that they need to get their life together, that they need to get saved. And so because we know that, we got to make sure that we don't lose our way and become one of them. Make sure that you don't lose your salvation. But right now, you would think that it would make people wake up and say, I need God. But there are people that don't want God. And we got to be willing to yeah. accept 
that even this pandemic isn't enough to wake them up. And then the, the last statement is, it's time to wake up, O Zion. It's time to wake up, church. It's time to wake up, believers. We got to stop making excuses. Help me, Lord. We got to stop making excuses. Yes, our our yes. excuses are, do not matter. What we think it does not matter. Gone are the days that I got to get myself together. You need to be doing it now. Because if times get rougher, you are not going to be able to stand. Some people already falling off. I, t- I said it in the last Sunday's message. And I'll say it again. That when Noah got off of the ark after the 40 days... That, that it rained in 150 days that the water prevailed on the earth. What did I say? I said in that message that as soon as Noah got off, he got drunk and he lost his way. And if you're not careful, you're going to lose your way. And if you're not careful, you'll lose your way while you're in the ark or when you get off of the ark. Don't lose your way. He was in the ark a long time. We've been going through this a long time. Don't lose your way. Wake up from your sleep. This is the time that you can reset your life. You can make your life better. If you're not happy with the life that you got, this is the perfect time to do it. You hate the job you're going to, go to school now. You hate the, you hate the crowd that you went, reset your life. Change the environment you're in. Let me say this. It might go hurt a little bit of feelings, but sometimes the problem is you. We got to learn to identify us. This is self-evaluation time. Check yourself. It can't be everybody else. You got to check you. You got to check you. I got to check me. I've been asking myself, have I been the best, better husband? I've been having to check myself sometimes. I was telling Lady J, and I'm closing. I had to check. I said, I said, Lady J said, you've been a, you are, you are a good husband. And I said, you know what? Don't give me that pass. I want to be better than what you think I am. Y'all get what I'm saying? I don't want to be stuck just because I'm at a certain plateau. I don't want, I I don't want to be good. I want to be the best. Y'all get what I'm saying? Good isn't good enough. You want to be the best. You you can be. All this year, I've been saying, what? Save. Challenge yourself in new ways. Have any of us done that yet? I have. When the economy come back and you want to get a new job or you want a new opportunity, don't get mad if you don't get it because you didn't prepare now. If you don't prepare now, you ain't going to be ready then. It's preparation time. And there ain't no sense of you wanting God to make a way out of no way if you're not prepared for the blessing. Prepare yourself. This is a new time. This is a new day. It's Palm Sunday where Jesus came in with the triumphal entry. And because he came in with the triumphal entry, guess what? We realize that he wants to come into our temples. And he's coming into our temples on today. He wants to come into your temple. You, he wants to come into my temple so that when it's all said and done, we can go back to the temple that we all get together and be many temples praising and worshiping our God. Amen. 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 Let's close out in prayer. We got four minutes. 
Father, in Jesus' name, God, we thank you, God, for this message. God, we thank you, God, that your temple has not closed. God, that we are the temple of God, of the Holy Ghost, God. We thank you, oh God, for being the God that you are. Lord God, for being in us and through us and strengthening us. We thank you, God, that you're building up our us, oh God, as temples, oh God. That we can be, oh God, an exalted, Lord God, in an exalted place, in a better place. Lord God, then when we go back to the sanctuary, we'll be able to rejoice and declare, look what the Lord has done. Look at how he kept us through it all. Look at how he maintained us through it all. Look at how we paid, help us pay our bills through it all. Look at how he made a way out of no way. We didn't have, Lord God, any lack during it. You maintained us through all of the pandemics. You have maintained us through all of the heartbreak, through all of the pain, through all of the disappointments, through all of the setbacks, through all of the backstabbing. You changed us and you brought us to a place Lord God, that we have to be at our houses, oh God, so that we can be better, so that we can cancel the excuses, God, so that we can cancel, oh God, Lord God, the different things that we said held us back. We believe you for it. We thank you for it. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.